it's time for an update on the Democratic presidential candidates. And, oh, they're so bad. <coughs> um, Trump loses a lawsuit in New York. Uh, there's a real shock. ABC and CBS collude to fire a whistleblower, which is like serious irony. I, I yeah. Iran is behaving and is misbehaving, and their citizens are getting a little bit fed up about it. Here's the shocker. The new mainstream media isn't bringing any of this stuff up. And I wonder if we're going to see Greta. How dare you? Thunberg will be going to India. I kind of doubt it. This has been a heavy news week, and we're going to have to do some really, we're going to have to do some hustling to get through my Dave rule. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbass Talking Politics. So many news stories, I can't even keep track of it. So we're going to give it a shot as much, and we're going to go, we're going to go fast here. There's no question. So let's talk about uh, the Texas update. This is something that really bothers me. Um, we talked about the little boy whose mom said he identified as a girl and was going to go through hormone therapy. Uh, the father, of course, tried to prevent it and took her to court. Well, the judge decided that the father does have rights. He is allowed to have a say in the child's medical attention. And uh, he was given a choice to go to school as a boy or a girl. Uh, apparently, he decided to go as a boy, and he had a really good day. So the, report, the school reported, uh, quote, James and Jude's teachers had reported that there was zero stress or disruptions in, class, in the classroom today. Just another day in school. Prayers answered. This was the school that said this. I think that's pretty awesome. And I'm really happy about this. I, I, I just, I hate child abuse. And this was actually child abuse. So, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, let's talk about uh, the Democratic, let's get an update on the Democratic, uh, Democratic presidential candidates. Um, here's the good news. The next Democratic debate may be one lighter than what we knew the other day. Julian Castro has just laid off half of his staff in the primary states. That is pretty clear an indication that he's going to probably pull out of the race pretty soon. He doesn't see himself having a chance in the primaries. I don't know why he'd want to quit. I mean, he's kind of polling at, he's almost polling at 1%. I mean, if if they had one other guy pull out, he would probably be polling at 1%. But he's decided it's not going to work out. This is kind of a sad thing uh, with Beto gone. I, the question is going to be, who's going to be speaking 8th grade Spanish? in the next couple of debates, because I really did enjoy that. I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, nothing makes me feel that candidates care about me and my country like speaking the language of a foreign country. 
So, well, maybe none of the people who are all rich white people not speaking Spanish. I because they don't speak Spanish. Elizabeth Warren may speak some Navajo because she's Native American or one one thousand twenty fourth Native American. I don't know, but that's fine. But the Democratic presidential candidates did not have all good news. Think to yourself, what does the Democratic Party need right now for a presidential candidate? How about an old, straight, white billionaire? That sounds like that's exactly what they need. Oh yeah, and he's Jewish? Because we know how Democrats love Jews. So, I mean, God, that's what we need. Rich, white, straight, billionaire who's Jewish. Sounds like an awesome guy to jump in. And that's right, Michael Bloomberg, who was the former mayor, New York mayor of New York, has decided to jump in. So, let's get to this point. He has no chance. He's done. I... Don't I probably won't talk about him. He already doesn't qualify for the debate. He already doesn't qualify for the primary in New Hampshire. So can I can I ask you a question? What primary what is the first primary that Michael Bloomberg qualifies for? Alabama! Awesome! Michael Bloomberg is a pure anti-gun guy. He wants to ban all guns. And I can't think of a state that you want to win a primary like Alabama with the uh, platform that you're going to ban guns. Okay, good good for you, Michael Bloomberg. But he is worth $50, million, $50 billion, excuse me. So, maybe. Uh, okay, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, probably nothing. So... But at least Tulsi Gabbard will be in the next debate. I love Tulsi. Um, she's hot. She's brunette. And she will wreck anyone who stands in her way. The gal has balls. I love her for it. Uh, so the next debate is going to be fun. And by the way, Julian, he actually did qualify for the next debate. There's a shocker. So, yeah, all right. Good for you. Anyway, um, here's a shock. Uh, President Trump has decided he is not going to be a citizen of New York anymore. He's going to go to Mar-a-Lago in Florida uh, because he thought the government of New York was treating him pretty badly. Uh, this story pretty much proves him right. Trump has sued his former uh, Trump was sued by a former attorney general of New York, Barbara Underwood. And basically, it was really weird. They said that he wasn't using money correctly in that for that um, foundation. It was the Trump Foundation. So, Trump, the judge found that Trump and his, chil his children used the funds of his charitable foundation, the Trump Foundation, for using money for his campaign, which, by the way, is illegal, and no one saw that before. 
Listen, New York politicians have a boner for nailing Trump on something, anything. They don't care. And judges are no different. The current Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, said that she was going to investigate Trump and find a crime. In other words, she's going to invest, she's not investigating a crime, which, by the way, is a serious ethical problem for an attorney. Okay? You, you, Find a crime and you investigate the crime and you find where it leads. You don't investigate a person looking for a crime. It's it's terribly unethical. It's not constitutional or ethical. And anything that she found on Trump would probably be thrown out of court. An attorney is... It, there is an assumption in New York that Trump is guilty of something. Now, granted, Trump's been in New York for, I don't know, the 70s? So that would make it, what, 50 years he's been in uh, New York? Nothing's ever happened to him. Now suddenly they're going to find problems with him? Trump uh, would just need to pull out his wallet grab a couple bucks out of his wallet handed it was a two <coughs> it was a two million dollar settlement and that money was going to go over there trump is probably going to fight it and the reason he's going to fight it is because he's already donated 19 million dollars to other foundations and other uh charitable causes and he's just looking at this and saying, you know what, don't look this as a political thing. It's not a political thing. A political thing. This may not even be constitutional because you may not be able to sue a president. So we're going to see how that goes. It's Well, no, we're not. I, it's, it's a garbage left-wing story from a left-wing city, from a left-wing state. And again, it's kind of like that Ukraine thing. I'm just not really interested in it. So we're probably not going to talk too much about it. Nobody else has. Even CNN thought it's kind of a garbage story. We're not going to talk about it. Let me see if I understand this correctly. Okay, because I may be a little confused. Uh, President Trump went through two and a half years of colluding with Russia, and that affected the election in 2016. Uh, then he went through a couple of more months of obstruction of justice of a crime he didn't commit. Trump slept with Stormy Daniels and another hooker, and no one doubts he paid this one off. And I, I, there's no doubt he he dealt with her. Okay, so all right, no impeachment there. And by the way, there's no impeachment in the last one. Special counsel was hired to investigate and found no collusion with Russia, but they found construction of justice for a crime that didn't happen. The, obstruct the obstruction charge died and no impeachment. Brett Kavanaugh was accused of being a serial rapist and a rape ring leader and an alcoholic i those 8 years at harvard must have been 
a trip. I surprised he remembered any of his classes. That was not impeachable, and he became a Supreme Court justice. Now we're talking about Trump being involved in a quid pro quo with the Ukraine, which the Ukrainian president doesn't remember because of a left-wing whistleblower, a never-Trumper, an Obama appointee, a person who had direct relationship with Joe Biden and um, someone else. I can't remember. doesn't matter. But we must protect that person's identity at all costs. The media is doing everything it can to hide this, to hide everything that had happened in the last two and a half years, three years. But when a sound bite from a hot mic is released by a whistleblower, and by the way, she's not a whistleblower. She had nothing to do with it. I smell a lawsuit. Um, the ABC seemed to kind of go into search and destroy mode, right? When Amy Robach was caught on a hot mic complaining about ABC quashing a story about Jeffrey Epstein three years earlier, this was a serial child rapist. This was a serial um, human trafficker. No one reported it. The so story is not even discussed on CNN, M NBC, CBS, ABC, MSNBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Huffington Post. Just to name a few of the liberal outlets. Is this, how can this not be seen as hypocrisy? They had no problem throwing Brett Kavanaugh, a guy who obviously was a quality human being and probably one of the most intelligent justices on the court, or at least that we have in the United States. Here's the bigger question. This is the moral question, and this is the emotion that the left likes to bring up. You guys basically could have prevented a guy from allowing little, little girls from being raped three years ago. How many victims did ABC, by not going with the story, because it is a new story, this is a new story. A billionaire running a sex slave trade on his own private island that he owned, known as Pedophilia Island. And by the way, it was known as Pedophilia Island well before uh, this whole story came out. How many lives could... ABC News have um, saved by just saying, you know, it's possible that this Jeffrey Epstein guy, and by the way, Robach 
had the evidence. It wasn't like she didn't have any evidence of this. She had interviews. She had pictures. She had information. Oh, but ABC didn't want to get in bad with the royal family. She didn't want to get bad with the Clintons, right? Hey, by the way, where are the woke feminists here? I, I, I'm just kind of curious. I don't hear of one feminist. I don't hear anybody talking about this on Twitter. Where's Rosie O'Donnell? I, you think she'd talk about it? They don't. So what, what ended up happening? ABC News? This happened on, I think it was Wednesday? Yeah, it was Wednesday when this was released by Project Veritas. Which, by the way, Project Veritas, no. They don't buy this stuff. So what did ABC do? On Thursday, they found out who last signed out the videotape. They found out that a producer who has been named and who has done interviews that had actually quit ABC News, went to CBS. ABC colluded with CBS and CBS fired that producer the same day, Thursday. By the way, here's the irony. Um, you didn't protect a whistleblower because the media was going to be affected by the whistleblower? And like I said, she did not even, she said, I didn't release the tape. And even Project Veritas admitted it, that, no, we got the tape. She may or may not have. It, they're not going to say it. This story is getting better. And all this thing, with this whole Ukraine thing, protect the whistleblower, protect the whistleblower. And yet, this was a legitimate whistleblower. This person, whoever it was, and it, it doesn't seem like it was her. Megyn Kelly interviewed her, and she swears she had nothing to do with it. I smell lawsuits. I think this is going to be bad for ABC and everybody affiliated for ABC. And I think this is going to be bad for NBC. Or, I'm mean, sorry, CBS. I think we're going to see a lot of lawsuits coming out. So let's talk about Iran being Iran. Because i gotta, I got to move through this stuff. Uh, so much for that nuclear agreement that Obama signed that gave them billions of dollars or millions. I don't know what it was. And uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. And, you know, oh, hey. Iran's President Hassan Rouhani announced that Iran is rejecting, is injecting uranium gas into 1,400 centrifuges. This is not for creating clean energy for Iran, but to create nuclear weapons. 
I am so sick and tired of hearing how the United States can't be trusted because we left agreements that we had signed under previous presidents that were crap deals. We left a nuclear deal. President Trump left the nuclear deal because Iran was going to create a nuclear weapon. Whether they were in a deal or not, they were going to hide it. The fact that they're doing this proves what President Trump said. Of course, you're not hearing it from the media. With Iran being a fundamentalist state, a religious fundamentalist state, and constantly threatening to annihilate Israel, I'm having a hard time believing that the conflict, that a conflict between Iran and the United States isn't over the horizon. I got a feeling that we're just not going to get out of this. That we're going to have to do something. I also believe that Obama trusted these pieces of crap enough to sign a deal and give them billions or hundreds of millions, whatever it was, of dollars on pallets and didn't care. See, here's the whole thing with, with, with Obama. Here's the whole thing with Obama. Obama, this Iran deal was 10 years. That's it. 10 years. Obama needed this Iran deal to have a victory. And then, when the Iran deal would expire, it would be someone else's, some other president's problem. He didn't care. He needed a victory. He needed, he needed for his historical purposes. It was a shitty deal. Yes, I used the S word. Sorry. Do I believe Iran has the technology to pull this off? Absolutely 100% I do. Iran, when they were under the, um, when they were under the Shah, was already negotiating nuclear deals with the United States. And then the Ayatollah Khomeini overthrew that person. And that ended any kind of uh, nuclear deal. Ayatollah Khomeini did not want a nuclear deal simply because um, he didn't want to deal with, he didn't want any of the technology from the West. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who's going to stop Iran? Is it going to be the United States? Is it going to be Israel? It's going to be Russia. What's going to happen? You know who's going to stop Iran from being jerk-offs? Who's going to bring Iran into the real world? It's going to be their citizens. Here's the thing. Their citizens are extremely progressive. They don't agree with the religious fundamentalism of a fundal, fundamental Islamic religious, or I'm sorry, the religious fun, Islamic fundamentalism of the Rouhani government. They don't agree with it. They don't. People are being arrested for doing Snapchat and all that crap. They're not interested in it. 
You know what's going to save the military, uh, military conflict with the United States and Iran? It's going to be the Iranians themselves. The Iranian citizens are closer to the U.S. citizens than the Iranian government. I would say they are closer to the way Israeli citizens are. I would even say that the Iranian citizens are more nationalistic than Americans are. I mean, they don't talk shit about their country. I think the United States needs to stay out of this mess. Let Israel do, let, I'm sorry, Iran do what they're going to do because the citizens are going to revolt and they're already revolting. The Iranian government decided that they did not want any um, anti-Iranian government propaganda to be spread. So what did they do? They decided to block the internet. So nobody in Iran has the internet. That means no Facebook, no Twitter, no Snapchat. I think Snapchat's their big thing. No Instagram, which I think is big in Iran. The Iranian citizens protested. And this is something you're not going to hear in, on the mainstream news media. Three people were killed by government forces for protesting. Iran is going to take care of business. The Iranian citizens are going to take care of the business. The Iranian citizens want a republic. They want democracy. And I think the United States needs to let them do it. Just like they did in Syria, just like they did in Libya. Stay out of their way. They're going to take care of business. So, Greta... How dare you! Thunberg has decided to come to North Carolina again. United States, which means she's going to take a boat. And, you know, because she can't fly because the plane will cause air pollution and whatever. She's decided to come to North Carolina for another youth climate change protest. Now, I... I okay. I'm thinking one of two things... One, okay, she's going to scream at the United States again. That's fine. Whatever. Um, but our kids, that means it's probably going to be on a Wednesday, which means our kids are not going to be in school. And they're going to be listening to this propaganda tripe. That's what's going to end up happening. Now, I don't know if it makes a difference, because the reality is the propaganda tripe is probably happening in the classroom. So does it really matter? Does it really make any freaking difference? I don't know. But here's a question I have. Why isn't she taking a shorter trip? She could actually drive in a car or a rickshaw or whatever Greta Thunberg wants to use to get there that doesn't cause any carbon. And she can go to New Delhi and start yelling in India and start yelling at them. Apparently, the smog in the Indian capital is so thick that Indian citizens can't even breathe the air without getting sick. In fact, the smog is so thick in India, in New Delhi specifically, that planes have to divert because they can't see the runways. Yet I don't hear anything about that.
Nothing. I don't see... And Greta Thunberg did not even bother sitting back and, and bringing this up in her last little freaking temper tantrum that she had. You know what? I'm not even going to... Let me let me back up. I'm blaming Greta Thunberg for being dumb. She is dumb. She's 16 years old. She already has severe mental issues. She's got... Um, uh, she's uh, autistic. She has uh, ADHD. She's got a lot of problems. She's got, uh, not ADHD, excuse me, what's it called? Where uh, uh, Obsessive compulsive disorder. She's got a lot of problems. Why do her parents feel to need to use her as, I mean, I do, because dad's is a director and producer and mom's was an actress, uh, uh, opera singer or whatever she was. I do find it because that's what keeps them relevant in woke culture. Let this little girl go to school. I mean, apparently she's not real bright. Okay? Whenever someone asks her a question she doesn't have a freaking cue card, she doesn't have any idea how to answer. And she obviously can't think on her feet. Leave her alone. Let her stay in Switzerland or Sweden or the Netherlands. Where the hell she's from? I don't even care where she's from. Leave her alone. Let her be a little girl. This is the time. Stop sending her to the United States. Telling the United States, who, by the way, has dropped carbon emissions, where we were number one at one point, we are like number seven right now. Stop it. Leave her alone. Let that gal go to school, go to special ed, get educated, learn to read, whatever she's doing. Because she's not looking good here and she's just annoying the United States. I don't see her in China. I don't see her in India. I don't see her in Saudi Arabia. I don't see her in um, uh, Oman. I don't see her in the places. I don't see her wandering around the European Union, which pollutes more than the United States. All I see her is running to the United States and, and making an ass out of herself. Back off. Moms and dads, let the little girl be a little girl. Stop freaking her out. The world's not going to end in four years. Do you know why I know that? Because they were telling me the world was going to end in 10 years, 50 years ago. And it never happened. I heard about this crap in the 70s. It never happened. It's not going to happen. And all of our science proves it's not going to happen as quick as you think it's going to be. It's not even looking like it's going to happen in the next hundred years. Come on, folks. Stop. Does climate change have anything to do with human beings? Yes. I truly believe that. There is no way we have seven going on eight billion people on this earth. And to think that we are not affecting the climate is very possible. But as um, uh, Carlin said, I can't remember his first name, but he said, you know something? If the earth really thinks you're fucking up, if the earth really thinks you're messing up the planet, the earth is going to fix itself. It's going to eliminate what's messing up the planet. 
which means human beings will end up being dead. George Carlin, that's who it is. I, I, I really need to post that, that thing. I, I, you know what? I'll post it on the website. You can listen on the website. Okay, I hope you guys have a great weekend. We're, we are going to have a Sunday show. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Visit my website. I actually do really work hard on these show notes. I really do study. That's why I only do this three times a week. I'm not like Ben Shapiro, those lazy bastards at the uh, Daily Wire that, you know, that's all they do. They work four hours and they're done for the day. I actually work on this quite a bit. So at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. By the way, I was kidding about the Daily Wire. I listen to them. I, I'm a subscriber. I, I'm actually there. Uh, subscribe to them. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass and Talking Politics.